Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. Our Get Social Smart Academy has helped thousands of real estate agents and brokers take back their time and hone their social media strategy. Now, you may know me from social media, or maybe you've seen me from stage, or maybe this is your first time meeting me. In this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my success stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got where I am, how I've built our company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. You'll hear from me, but also we'll be showcasing some of the great people we get the pleasure to work with inside of our academy. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate pro, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. It's episode 13 of the Katie Lance podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to share how I prioritize being a mom. So this episode is obviously a lot more personal than some of the other episodes, but I think this is going to be really valuable if you're a mom or a parent or a grandparent or a caregiver. I think in general, when it comes to taking care of kids, it's hard to sometimes find balance. It's hard to prioritize things. And especially if you are a business owner like myself, it can feel challenging. Like you always have multiple balls in the air and you're juggling at all times. So this episode is how I think about running a business, being a wife, being a mom, how I think about some of the choices that we make and how I prioritize all of that. Now, I want to preface this by saying I'm not saying my way is the best way. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I definitely don't have all the answers. But one of the reasons why I started my own business back in 2012 was to have quality of life, especially with my two boys. That was something that was really important. You know, when you work for someone else, you might be commuting, you are on someone else's schedule. And I wanted to have that quality of life with my kids. You know, your kids are only little once. And when I started our company, uh, they were much littler. They have grown, but they're still in elementary school. My oldest is about to start middle school. And so I'm very aware of how quickly time marches on. You know, people always said, oh, it goes by so fast when you're a parent. And it really does. I feel like as soon as my kids started elementary school, it has gone by at lightning speed. And so a few things that I have tried to do that I think have made a big difference when it comes to putting my kids first. One of those is throwing balance out the window, just throwing the idea of balance out the window. You know, I think we all, you know, read things or we see things online about this idea of having a balanced life. I don't, I think that, you know, that might be true for some people. I think for most people, it's a little bit of a myth. You know, I've often felt like, um, you know, when I'm succeeding in one area, I'm failing in another area. In fact, I've referenced one of my favorite books, The Year of Yes. I think I've referenced this book in a couple different podcasts, Um, awesome books written by Shonda Rhimes. And she says this in the book, this idea of like, you know, when you're succeeding at one thing at work, you might be failing at something else, like, you know, missing your kid's recital or whatever that might be. And so my thought is try to throw that balance out the window, give yourself some grace. We all do the best that we can. 
What I have found makes a big difference is make your yeses yes and your noes no. It's okay to say yes to things and no to some things. Stop trying to say yes to the things you know you maybe can't do or no to the things that you think you can or you think you can't. You know, having that yes or no, I think is really important. Stop trying to be a people pleaser, right? I I remember kind of early on um, with my boys, like, you know, people would invite me to something and I'd be like, well, maybe I'm not quite sure and we'll see if it works. And living in that area of indecision just is stressful. So saying yes to certain things, but then being okay with saying no to to some things as well. I'd also say what has helped me tremendously and my husband is setting parameters for when we work, setting parameters for when we work from when I start my day, when I end my day, when I take my first calls, um, having those parameters in place make a big difference for us and our family life. It allows me to turn the off button off. And I've also set certain parameters as far as just, you know, personal time with our kids. I made the decision a few years ago to not work on their birthdays, which is sometimes a little challenging because their birthdays are in the fall. And that's typically my busiest time of the year for speaking and travel. But what that means is I say no. I say no to speaking gigs that fall on their birthday or that fall on the day before, which means I would miss their birthday or the day after. And so sometimes that means saying no to things that would open up business opportunities. But at the end of the day, it's true that actions speak louder than words. And it's so easy to say, oh, my kids come up, my kids come first, my kids are number one. But I often had felt like, are my actions actually showing that? And so one of the things I've been able to do is, is to say, look, I don't work on their birthdays. In fact, I don't work on my birthday, <clears throat> my kids' birthdays, my husband's birthdays. I also email our kids' teachers at the beginning of the year to try to block off as much time as possible. So, you know, I don't miss their end of year musical performance or their open house and, you know, trying to get those dates blocked off as much as possible ahead of time makes a big difference. And I work around that. Now, granted, I have that flexibility because I run my own business. And I realize if you're listening to this and you don't run your own business, that's not always easy to do. But again, trying to set those parameters as much as possible. And look, at the end of the day, you're going to miss some things. Even though we run our own business, even though we work from the comfort of our home, yeah, there's been times where I've missed something or my husband's missed something. And, you know, you have to give yourself some grace. Another tip I would say is create one special routine with your kids daily. Create one thing that you do day in and day out. I've learned early on that kids love routine. And even as they get older, those routines matter. And so for us, it's reading at nighttime. And I have to say, sometimes it's hard. A lot of times I am exhausted and just ready for them to go to bed so I can, you know, kick back and watch TV and, you know, just relax. But that reading at nighttime has been such an awesome habit. And it's something that I really look forward to and our boys look forward to. It's that special time at the end of the day, each and every day. So I'd encourage you to to think about how you can just create one special routine with your kids, whether it's once a day or once a week, just something where you come together, where, you know, you're not on your devices and and it's an opportunity to to come together. I'd also say learning to put the phone down, (laughs) you know, learning to put the phone down. It's easy to try to multitask, right? I see this all the time where, you know, parents are on their phone and their kids are trying to get their parents' attention, right? Put the phone down. When your kids are there, 
And I realize things come up. We're not perfect. There's lots of times I'm on the phone and I, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I need to be better at that. But try to put that down. You know, the, the best gift you can give your kids is your presence. And I remember a few years ago watching Oprah, who I love. And in one of these episodes, I need to share, I have an Oprah story for you, but <clears throat> we'll share that a different day. But I remember an episode where she had on like a psychologist or some sort of, um, you know, I don't know, expert when it comes to like child development. And one of the big tips that they said is when your kids walk into a room, look up and you should be so excited to see them, right? What's your reaction when your kids walk in the room? And so I try to do that each and every day. A lot of times if I don't pick up our boys, my husband will pick up the boys. And so I'll, I will be working right up until the time they can come home. But when that door opens, I want them to see that I am so excited to see them right? And have them have that greeting. And it's a small thing that I just, I try to do intentionally each and every day. Again, not always perfect, doesn't always happen. But just this idea of like, when your kids walk into a room, are you excited to see them looking up, closing the computer, put the phone down, they are the most important thing. And so it goes back to like this idea of it's not necessarily quantity of time, but quality of time. And when you're there really being there, right? Um, which I would say another tip that I try to follow is, is not trying to, to, you know, squeeze in kid time around, around work time. I, I just try to be wherever I'm there, be there, which is one of the reasons why it's really challenging for us to have the kids home when we're working from home, right? People say, oh, it's so easy. You work from home. You can have your kids home. You know, why would you put your kids in, you know, after school care? Well, to be honest, it's better for them and it's better for, for, for us because I would rather have them, um, you know, be in the care of someone else where they can have fun and play and where we can focus on what we need to do. And then when we come together as a family, we can really be together as a family versus, you know, just having them, you know, hang out on the iPad for two hours because mommy has to get some work done. <laughs> so now don't get me wrong. That happens every once in a blue moon. But again, just really putting your kids first when possible. And I want to give a, um, just a, a resource I've been following recently, and I probably am going to say her name wrong, so I apologize in advance, but Mayim Bialik. Mayim Bialik, some of you might remember her uh, if you're a kid from the 90s like I am. She used to be on Blossom, the TV show, but most recently she was on the Big, the Big Bang Theory. And she has an amazing YouTube channel that I just started following over this past year. Uh, she's a single mom and she talks a lot about raising boys and just raising kids. And she's just super relatable. I find myself smiling and nodding to many of the videos <laughs> that she posts. So um, if you are a mom or a parent and you are looking for uh, just a little bit of guidance and um you know, just a, another resource. I will put her a link to her YouTube channel in the show notes below. Uh, she's also written a few books. She's written a book called Boying Up and then another book called Girling Up. And uh, I'm actually in the process of reading the one uh, about boys, Boying, boying Up, uh, you know, about raising boys and, and things like that. So uh, lots of good resources there. So a few lessons I have learned from being a mom and trying to prioritize my kids is really a couple things. You can't do it all. So just let it go, right? The movie Frozen had it, had it right. Just let it go. That doesn't mean you let your house go. That doesn't mean you let go, you know, and just say, oh, forget about it. I'm not going to be, you know, a good parent. But it also just means like letting go of perfection and realizing you can't do it all. And that's okay, 
right? And I'll give you a quick example. You know, I don't always have the time or ability to volunteer in our kids' classrooms. Again, even though I work from home, we're wearing a lot of different hats. I'm speaking, I'm traveling. And so it's not always feasible for me to volunteer inside of a classroom. So I try to pick and choose how I can help. You know, so I'll reach out to our kids' teachers and say, hey, if there's anything that you want to send home that I can help with, uh, is, is there a donation that I can make to your classroom? Uh, you know, Amazon is fantastic, by the way. Uh, yeah, you, you got to love the uh, click and ship. <clears throat> but being able to donate and help out in other ways that work for you and the time that you have. Another big lesson is, you know, sometimes we mess up. You know, sometimes we have the best of intentions and we make mistakes as parents. And so being able to apologize and teaching your kids the value of, hey, I messed up. I apologize. I still love you. Do you love me? You know, and just showing your kids um, that grace and, and being able to apologize and just knowing that, hey, you know, we're not perfect. And then the biggest lesson I would say is actions do speak louder than words. I think one of the ways I've been able to really prioritize being a mom, but also running a successful business is knowing that actions speak louder than words, taking time for vacation, taking time to unplug, you know, at the beginning of the year, we, like I said, cross out just non-negotiable days. So kids' birthdays, anniversaries, that personal stuff comes first, and then we can schedule around that. And so what that means is, like I said, sometimes that means I lose out on an opportunity to speak at an event or to maybe work with a certain client, but that's okay. I actually think sometimes saying no to certain things opens up even more yeses. And I've had a lot of folks who've, who've commented and reached out and have said, you know, I think it's really great that you, that you stick to your guns when it comes to that type of uh, prioritizing, you know, like I said, I, I, we make a lot of mistakes. I certainly don't have it all together, but actions really do speak louder than words. And, uh, that's something that I, I really take to heart. So this leads me into our next episode, because in my next episode, I am going to actually going to talk a little bit more personally about becoming a mom and my journey to becoming a mom and what that looked like. And just some of my lessons learned, I'm actually a little bit nervous to record that one because, um, it is personal, but I think that a lot of people who have been on that journey to becoming a parent can probably relate. So stay tuned. That is coming up as always. Like I said, we've got some additional resources and links below in the show notes. If you enjoy the podcast, I'd love to hear from you over on Facebook and Instagram. I'd also love to hear, especially if you're a mom also, uh, I'd love to hear how you think about prioritizing things, how you think about balance. Is it something you struggle with also? I would imagine it's probably a yes if you're like most people I know. Um, but just would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts. So feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you've liked this podcast, I'd love if you'd subscribe and leave me a review. Also, make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.